In the shadows of our imaginations lurk the creatures of the night, tall, bone-thin, possessed of an exotic, frightening beauty. Their eyes glow with a red spark that holds you fast, while sharp white teeth champ against ruby lips and then sink into your flesh. Vampires have been our dark companions in literature and art, myth, and religion from the early centuries of civilization. But during the past 150 plus years, more than any other legendary figure, the vampire has been romanticized and eroticized. For many people, vampires represent the dichotomous relationship between love and death, between Eros and Thanatos, even as you understand that vampires can only survive by drawing on the life force of the living. Often, we think of this as blood. This is one thing that draws us to vampires. The other is that they cheat death. G'day everybody, welcome to the vampire episode of The Gentleman of Logic. I've been meaning to do this for a long time. This is actually take 2.5, I think. Um, but joining me again because he is a fucking trooper is Pedro so from The Blunt Report. Pedro, tell the people who you are for those poor souls that do not know you yet. All right, y'all. My name is Cannibal, the Cannabis Animal, Pedro a.k.a. PR Dope. If you guys look at my podcast, the Bloom Report podcast, do a lot of fuckery there, satire, don't take myself, set myself seriously, and just black, and fucking glad to be back here, man, for real, as I always, dude. Hell yeah. Awesome. Always glad to have you on. Like, it's so much better. It's like, um, it's like, it's like having a sponsor for AA to keep <laughs> me on track and stop me waffling on too much and talking fucking wank. It's good. It's really good. It's good, though. It's, it's good wank, though. It's, it's good wank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All wanks are good. Unless you... Always. Unless you get caught out by someone. And then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was just telling the missus, um, the, like, I used, my granddad used to think I was, because I was raised by my grandparents, they used to think I was going to be a pyromaniac because I'd burn shit. <laughs> but it wasn't like, like, I wouldn't burn the cat or anything like that. It was burn shit down, just like to burn shit. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's like, you know, playing with candles and all that sort of stuff. And my granddad's like, look, what's this on the ground? Look, you burned yourself again. I'm like, oh, I had a wank and didn't clean it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to, per se, burn shit down. I just like to burn shit. Like, come on. Yeah. It's, it's like, what happens if I do this? Oh, fuck, I dropped it. Like, it's always, I always drop shit on carpet, like, not just semen. Um, <laughs> so today we're going to be... <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about vampires. Um, we, I found, we found, it was actually sort of handed to me, really, um, an interview, I'll say, by Stephen Kaplan with, at the time, I think it was 1979 that this interview was done. It was a 438, 439-year-old vampire living in Florida uh, who called herself Elizabeth. Uh, it's, hey. Isn't it, doesn't shit roll downhill and then it gets to Florida from what I hear? Yeah, and then they fucking spill on to California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Everyone, obviously, I don't live in Florida, so I can talk shit about it. <laughs> I live in Florida and I fucking talk shit about that. That shit's muggy as fuck. Man. Yeah, so um, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to be talking about where vampires come from. We'll give you guys a bit of a timeline and a rundown of vampires. Um, in the timeline that I've got... It mentions a couple of people, like vampires, quote-unquote, but I honestly 
think that that's taking a bit of liberty with the name. Um, a vampire basically is a creature that isn't dead. That this is a very broad sense of the definition as well. Is it is a creature seemingly humanoid that isn't dead that lives on the life force of living beings? All right, that's that's very like I said in the introduction. That could be blood these days, but vampires weren't always the tall, dark, and handsome, um, seductive predator like Count Dracula. Um, we can look at um, Lilith. Well, we're going to be looking at Lilith. We're going to be looking at an Egyptian goddess <laughs> who drank blood. Um, after that, we're going to talk, like, we kind of a little bit get into the Reformation, like the Protestant Reformation. Um, a lot of our tales of vampires come from Europe because that's where a lot of us are descended from. I'll get Pedro to fill us in on any um, any tales that he's got, because he and I are both, we both originate from south of the equator, so we're absolutely fucking awesome. Um, Damn right. <laughs> that's right. Although I got, oh, I was playing Fortnite the other night, and this dude's like, where are you from? And I'm like, Australia. And he's like, Australia doesn't exist. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> fair enough. Fuck. Yeah, you know the flat earthers, I think, that fucking... People think I've got to think about Flat Earth. It's just they're fucking... Like, the mind boggles, mate. The mind boggles. Why? The fucking Flat Earth doesn't exist. The fuck is that? Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. Um, we will talk about um, Vlad the Impaler, Vlad Tepesh. Uh, we'll talk about a little bit about Elizabeth Bathory, but I'll explain why those two I don't think count as vampires. Because um, it's all going off this timeline. Um, and, yeah... Uh, did you ever did you ever hear the guy Bill Schneebly or something like that? He claimed to be he claims he claims to be an ex vampire. What? Yeah, okay, so Bill William. Dr. William Schneebly. He's he's very big very big. He's like he's one of those, you know, thanks to God, and there's nothing wrong with believing in God, obviously, but we you know, we all have our faiths and all that, but he's like one of those, well, I was, um, he starts off by saying like, that basically he was a fucking, he got into Freemasonry, the church of Satan, and then he became a vampire. And then he unvampired himself or something like maybe jammed the cloak garlic up his ass or whatever. I don't know. But, um, we'll talk about him as well. So like just listening to him, it's like, like, um, I was playing it today and I'm like, this guy's like, I've heard him before, but, um, the, the guys from Belief Hole, the, the brothers from Belief Hole, big shout out to Belief Hole, fantastic podcast. Mm-hmm. Listen, listen to Pedro, this podcast, listen to this podcast and listen to Belief Hole. Belief Hole's fucking dope. I like they, they do such a good job. They're, they're, they're fucking funny. They make me fucking laugh. Man, they're just because they're three brothers, just like just chopping it up. It's fucking fantastic. But um, yeah, I was listening to their um extended episode, the expansion episode. Sorry, and that's what that's where I got a lot of um ideas for this episode, which makes it better than before. We'll also talk about our favorite vampires in um movies and TV. Um, but yes, yeah, so first of all. First of all, Pedro, let me ask you. If you could become a vampire in the sort of the modern sense of, you know, drink blood, 
sort of sustain yourself, you know, sleep during the day, up at night, would you do it? You get all the superpowers as well, like the the speed, the the mesmerism, <coughs> all that sort. You get all that. Like, would you do it? That's a that's a very interesting question. I'm gonna tell you why. Ever since I was a kid, I love vampires. I love the whole thing of it, you know. But it sounds awesome. I love it. I I love the. To me, I think not not none of this. If I don't give a fuck, this pussy ass. Vampire shit, I'm not with. This whole Twilight shit, I'm not with. But I like, if it makes sense, the romanticism of a vampire. Oh, totally. You know what I mean? Like, me being like, yeah, I walk my fucking sexy ass down the stairs and shit. And I'm looking at you, and you know I'm fucking looking at you, and I already caught your eye. So that, that means that, that's it, you're my food now. And I think that's that's awesome, man. Like, to me, it's very, to me, in a, in a hetero way, it's really sexy. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, totally. fuck, man, that's badass. Like, fuck yeah. Like, you're the fucking man, you know? Nobody fucks with you. You can have all these motherfuckers out there talk shit. All right, you want to talk shit? All right, that's all right. I'm going to wait until everybody leaves and I'm going to fucking confront you. I'm not going to do anything to you. I'm going to fucking scare the shit out of you. Oh, fuck yeah. Nobody fucks with you. You know what I mean? Nobody yeah. fucks with you. you got, I mean, you've got all these other senses that nobody has. So you already, you're you're already up to this shit. When they're trying to fucking pull the fast one on you, you already know what's up. You know, you have more senses, more. You could read people easier. Mm -hmm. You know? It's more transparent. I love it. You know, there's a lot of things that I would do. You know what I mean? The only reason why I say no is because I don't know if you know this, but I fucking love food, dude. I, I love fucking food. Like, I wouldn't be Not able to do that. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to do that shit. You know what I mean? Cause so I, if they said, look, you can still eat food. It's not going to fuck you up. You got you to consume blood as well, but you can still eat your lasagna. You can still eat your fucking whatever. Like, you'd be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm totally down. I don't get to eat food. But we come down to that same, do I want to live forever crap? Exactly. Like we did count St. Germain. Yes. And I, I'm just gonna have to say no. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. You no, know, because just because the, the that reason, you know, mm -hmm. just because that that I mean, I think if it's true, they could probably do. They probably can't kill you, but for that to happen, man, if you're a fucking super duper like Superman times to the fucking thirteenth power, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. So yeah, yeah nice. I'm, I'm gonna have to say no on that one. I'm I'm pretty much in the same camp with that. It's like. You know, you are the apex predator. You can, and you can blend in very easily in and out of like, I don't want to say society, but in and out of society, different circles, all that sort of stuff. Like, that's fucking cool. I like the idea of um, increased speed, strength, um, you know, being able to mesmerize people, all that sort of stuff. That's cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like looking through my eyes. <laughs> like give me give me a dodgy Eastern European accent too. I'm for oh that's almost fucking tip the, the scales for me to say yes, but it's that it's that watching watching people die. Like there'll be a point where you're like, ah oh, fuck, I'm just gonna kill every cunt anyway. Like I'm gonna be a lonely old sod like fucking pulling my dick for the rest of my life. If they even can. Like, because that shit's cold. So Yeah, because I don't I don't think I'll be able to like Go through everybody watching everybody die. It's like there would be a point. There would be a point where it would get kind of tiring, and then also like, um, did you see that um, Charlie's Theron movie that was on Netflix? And she's immortal. And there's a couple of them, and they're like immortal warriors and shit like that. I've maybe heard of it. I didn't really pay attention to it. It was one thing that was really interesting is they didn't know. Like you just you were just immortal you couldn't make other people immortal. And so like, you know, this guy, he goes to visit his son 
and his son's dying. He's like, give me what you've got. He's like, I can't. Like, that shit would be fucking hard. If you could just turn people, and you wouldn't want to turn everyone. Like, you know what I mean? And you just, people are like, how are you still young? How are you still, like, how the fuck are you not aging and I'm, I'm getting older and all these fucking... Exactly. Things. Like, I've got... Like, you know, someone's there like, you know, I've just been diagnosed with cancer and Alzheimer's and... Like, you know what I mean? Like, that would be... And you're over here fucking doing backflips and shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, so, I don't think I'd... I'd more like to be aware of just for what it's worth because they seem to die. Like, yeah, fuck it. See, that's that's more... That's more like it right there. Yeah. I yeah. think that shit. Like, I'll be a fucking werewolf any fucking day of the week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But so long as I could change it, will not just on a full moon. But yeah, come yeah, full yeah. moon, you motherfuckers, you best watch out. Like, like I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm you fucking chill the fuck out. So vampires have been around for a very, very long time. There's the Estri vampire, which is like a Jewish vampire, and seemingly they're only women. Not I didn't suckers. <laughs> is that once a month? I don't know. Like. <laughs> Um, you've got the Utuku, so U-T-U-K-K-U vampire, which is, um, old Sumerian, right? So but they were less sort of human, um, looking, but they would like, yeah, there's, there's a lot of Middle Eastern, um, news reports, even from like, you know, 2005 about these like, you know, vampire attacks, you start looking in like, um, like so. I don't want to say third world countries, but less known is probably a better way. So, like you know, small African countries and stuff like that, and they'll go and <laughs> kill people that they think are vampires. So, but the Egyptian goddess Sekhmet, um, she actually drank blood, and her bloodlust became so the way they actually defeated her. She was the daughter of Ra. Is represented as a lot as a. Yeah, yeah, she's represented as a lioness. Um, I'll have images on the like I'll do all show notes and shit like that and put them on the on the website. Um, but the way they ended up feeding her was they got beer and they colored it red, so she thought it was blood and she drank it and got drunk. And so that's how they were able to um defeat her because she was drunk and fell asleep. Other than that, they could not stop her. So vampires go all the way back. We could look at Lilith being like a mother of vampires, mm-hmm. maybe a mother of the estuary vampires. But do you know the story of Lilith? Uh, more or less. There's only one Lilith, right? Yeah. yeah so, more or less. All right. So for the listeners, I'll just, I'll break a real simple form of the story is God made Lilith and then made Adam before Eve was made. Um, Lilith was basic. Yeah, so basically, Lilith was like, uh, no, like, I don't know, maybe Adam's dick wasn't big enough, or he was just a cock, whatever. But she's like, no, I don't want this. And she left the Garden of Eden by choice. She went and then spoke God's name, his true name. Now, we don't know what that is, even though they say it's like Yeshua or, or Yahweh or whatever. We don't know what this word is because I say Yahweh, I don't get the powers that she was imbued with. Like, where, where's my magical powers? Well, she just she went somewhere and spoke it, and then she and then basically, um, you know, she fell in love with Lucifer and was like, "Hey, hey, look at your fine self. Like, let's go." Those of you who don't know that shit, uh, I mean, y'all think that you know Lucifer the devil is like a 
evil, ugly looking motherfucker. Let me tell you. Oh, he's probably not. the most beautiful fucking person you'll ever meet. Yeah. I don't know that. I'm just saying because of the, you know, Bible thing and all that shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of bias towards um, Lucifer. Um, Lucifer isn't actually Satan. Uh, I mean, you could go, you could look at it allegorically. The serpent around the the tree of knowledge is actually the forming of like, so in secret societies, and I'm saying this broadly, that's the forming of the central nervous system of humans. That's an allegorical story, but that's again that's for cool. another episode. But so yeah, basically, she became the mother of all demons, um, and this is Jewish mythology, Jewish myth. But interestingly, um, some very I don't want to say it's about, um, and I don't want to say hardcore. But people very, very into um, Judaism, when a baby, when a boy is getting his bris, uh, for those that you don't know what a bris is, is where the priest will cut off, sometimes bite the foreskin off. That's fucking weird, man. Yeah, it's a bit weird, but they will wear like a little special little amulet type protection thing that protects them from Lilith. That's so in Judaism... In some circles of it, Lilith is still very, very, um, how do I say it? Like, they're very heavy and big on the whole. She is someone, you know, watch out, all that sort of shit. Yeah. Like some say that she is the mother of vampires and demons. How true that is. Again, until we meet Lilith, and I dare say she's a fucking fiery redhead. Um, I've, the images I've seen, people always depict her as being a redhead. You want her to be a redhead, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like the redheads. They're red. You know what? I'm sorry. I know I'm a fucking perv, man, but real redheads, man, must have re- really fucking pretty nice little red bush down there and shit. They do. They do. pretty. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> yeah. Little fire crunch. So, um, going by this timeline, looking at this timeline, and we'll... Actually, who, before we go any further, who's your favourite vampire in TVs oh, or movies? Man, nah, you're not fucking asking me that shit, dude. I am, because I asked Kylie, and the first thing she said is, Count Duckula. fuck is that? Okay, so that was a British show. <laughs> and whilst the vampire ducks, because they're ducks, vampire ducks can be killed... They can be brought back to... It's really fucking cool. Like, I'll put a little... I'll put the... Um, I fucking watch this shit. Put the... <laughs> I'll put the, um... The fucking... The intro of it. Like, you find it on YouTube. But they can be brought back to life when the moon That's is cool. right and all that. It's really cool. It's it's good animation, you know what I mean? But instead of using blood, they accidentally put, um... Ketchup. And so he's a vegetarian. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, That's so... Fantastic. So, Count... Count Duckula... But um, who is your favorite? Who is your favorite? Oh, man. Fuck, dude. I got to Fuck. You know what? I mean, oh, man. I would have to maybe do it by category. See? Damn. <laughs> it looks like fucking Darkwing, that Darkwing Duck shit. That's crazy. That's Count Duckula. I have never fucking heard of it. That's crazy. I'm, I'm going to shoot this shit out. I'm, I'm yeah, no. It's... Watch that shit. Yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. But they had um, Duckula like, goes on vacation. There's like... There's like a Van Helsing duck in it as well. Okay. It's just, okay. it's that's cool. I like, that. yeah. So anyway, what, what's, what's? Oh man. Oh shit. You know what? I'm gonna have to say it's Blade, man. Blade. 
Fuck yeah, because I, when that movie came out, I was completely obsessed with that movie, dude. Like, I fucking loved it. Even though the second and third one were shit. The third one, okay, so Blade Trinity, I need to say this. Whilst it was crap, I appreciated the fact that Ryan Reynolds really fucking put on the weight. And if you listen to that, right, so put the audio commentary on if you ever get the chance. The shit's fucking hilarious because Ryan Reynolds is just off the cuff. Because that was fucking hilarious. That was funny, though. Yeah, because he's like, um, because you know the part in Blade Trinity where he's like, and unlike most vampires, her fangs located in her vagina. Yeah, thundercut. Okay, so <laughs> so he says that, but in the audio commentary, he says, yeah, and they left out the bit where I said, imagine a baboon yawning. <laughs> That's fucked up. Damn. Yeah, like <laughs> that motherfucker's a genius. I that he he's really funny, man. Honestly, he is. He's he's a fucking legend. But um, it's funny without like t- well, what what is it? What's his fucking name? Not Bloodpool. Deadpool. 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 I'm fucking high, dude. Deadpool is probably one of the fucking funniest movies he's ever been in, man. Like I that shit say, is good though. It is fucking good. Like honestly, if you don't like Ryan Reynolds, you gotta appreciate him as an actor, and he plays that role like. It was meant for that folk, like nobody else. Well, okay, so funny thing, during Blade Trinity, he was asked if he'd like to play any other comic book characters, and he's like, well, I'd actually really like to play Deadpool. It's like, why do you want to be Deadpool? And he's like, well, I was reading one of the comics because, like, a, a young cousin or something of his was like, hey, there's someone asked Deadpool in the comic what he looks like. He says, I look like Ryan Reynolds under all this ass, <laughs> but just more scarred. Yeah, so. that shit was funny, dude. I, I, you know what? I never read the Deadpool comic books, uh, but when I saw the movie, I was like, wow, man. He fucking played it down to the T. Like, it was good. I, I went on a date, and we went to go see Deadpool 2 when it came out, but I was running late, and she said, look, I'll leave your ticket at the bloody counter. Yeah. And I said, all right, just put my name on it. I said, oh, there's a ticket with my name on it, Simon. He's got... Um, I've got a ticket here for the late bar. So don't mind, that's me. That's me. <laughs> and Infinity War was... Infinity War? Yeah, Infinity War was on at the same time. He's like, look, if this date doesn't work out, come see me. I'll let you into Infinity War. So oh, either which way... Cool. Yeah, he was fucking cool about it. But her name was Jen. And she's a fucking vegan and <laughs> all that sort of stuff. Like I was just like, ah, pussy, whatever. So I walked in just as the, the beginning credits were starting. Yeah. And so I'm walking <laughs> there and I'm like, Jen, 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 where are you? I'm here. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but getting back, um, so Blade is your, yes, because uh, he still has that to me. Okay, so I mean, one the martial arts, man. I mean, Wesley Snipes is a fucking, he is really good with martial arts. I don't know about now and shit, but um, and I just like the whole mystery behind Blade. All vampires are mysterious, but this motherfucker's like, I come here to fuck you up and kick your ass, and I'm out. Just like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And also, I, I, I mean, I don't, I, I just like to see that diversity, you know, in, in superheroes. They all have something different, you know what I mean? Not because of their color, but because of their attitude, you know, their fucking yeah. personality. But to me, I mean, Blade, if he wanted pussy, I'm pretty sure he'd get pussy. Like, oh, totally. Know, you know what I mean? That's, that's one. Totally. That's, that's the... <laughs> and then two, I mean, he really, he has this story behind him, you know, with his mom. Yeah. No, and the twist in the movie when his mom comes out and all that shit, spoiler, whatever, that's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, oh, fuck. You know what I mean? To me, that's Mm -hmm. like, this guy is like, you fuck with him, fine. But if you really fuck with him, you unleash the beast. Exactly. And then everybody's fucking dead. So I I like that. 
because you know we talked about the home being a man thing to me that's like me like power like you're gonna fuck with me all right well you know what you're done you know to me that's power behind blade you know that's mystery that's you know it's it's a good story behind you know what he what he's after you know why he wants to kill his own kind pretty much you know what i mean yeah that's fucking crazy. yeah killing your own because vampires like once once you're bitten most most of the time it's like you're gonna be owned by somebody exactly once you're bitten you're you're gonna be into that shit and he's not really into that shit you know he, he has a serum to you know try to go against it's like kind of like a, a, trying to suppress your demon in a way yeah you know what i mean yeah trying to suppress that demon inside you that like fuck we're saying yeah yeah you're good and evil you push me to that line you're like well you're gonna see that demon side again like we we're talking about like being a man in that second episode where we did a lot of talking about jordan peterson where he says like you know you've got to learn to be a monster but then you've got to learn to control it and that's exactly why i think blade is so yes he like uh, i don't want to say attractive but like the concept of blade is attractive as yeah. as a male yeah. because he understands that he can fuck cunts up big time but then yeah he controls that shit by taking the serum and you know doing his fucking meditation and all that sort of stuff so like yeah. Like I'm, I'm down with with Blade. He's he's fucking cool. But my the vampire that I really liked from uh, TV or movie, I'm gonna say Eric Northman from True Blood. The, the the big blonde, not because he's big and blonde, but his attitude towards things is like, you know, I like to rip heads off just as much as the next person. So, oh, damn, you fucking could, you know. Um, that was that was. I don't know, man. He's like class. He's like to me. He seems like that rich. He could be a rich fucking vampire, you know what I mean? The CEO oh, totally. off somewhere, nobody knows him in America. He comes over here and you know, I got everything, you know. And I'm a fucking mm. vampire, so I'm a slick ass motherfucker. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna come fuck you and shit, cause that's what I'm gonna do. Is that cool? The girls like, oh my god, yes. Like, yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah. I, I did that shit. Yeah, but I also liked um, in True Blood. I liked the vampire queen, Sophie Ann. Like, fuck, she was fucking gorgeous. Absolutely. Is that the, red, is that the redhead? Actually, redheads. <laughs> oh my god, she's fucking. You know what? <clears throat> I think because I I like a lot of vampires, but the blade was one of them for me. And to I think me it was the stat. It's it. I, I like that. Era. Okay, I, I, I fucking which like the stat? Which the stat? Like Queen of the Damned the stat? Tom Cruise the stat? Mm-hmm. Queen of the mm-hmm. Dan- it was cool. Queen of the Damned was cool, but I think. They didn't do that movie justice. Like, oh no, it could. The story could have been so much better if they redid that today. Maybe it'd be better. I think. I think it was cool because Leah was in it and she was a little firecracker. Mm-hmm. But I think the storyline could have been. It could have been. It could have been like Interview with the Vampire. It could have been. It could have had that glamour. It could have had that. You know that that. I don't know. How to, I can't even. I don't know how to explain it, man. Because this that has that that like. I don't know, man. It's it's that vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. This eyes. It's the fucking eyes. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he's like borderline controlled rage that will like go, you know, he'll go and do this, he'll go and do that. He does everything fucking well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's just, he's, he is fucking cool. He is fucking cool. Yeah, right. Like, like if I want to be a fucking cool vampire, like, I'm going to fuck, I'll sport that blouse, motherfucker, because I'm a fucking vampire. Exactly. Exactly. It's like, it's like, it's like, to me, it doesn't even look girly, dude. It's just to me, like, it's smooth you know what i mean it's smooth yeah like i'm gonna fuck you up Mm. like you're the captain man you're the fucking you're you're the fucking alpha fucking male you're the wolf that's it you're a vampire exactly but you know what's funny i think that blade didn't reach his potential a lot of people fucking down 
I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, that's a lot of rage in a vampire. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. Could you imagine him starting fiend like, hey, man, I don't know if you know this about me, Joe Rogan, but uh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said rocks. <laughs> but let's now that we've like, discussed what our sort of favorite vampires in thing are. Um, sorry, just actually, there was a, a show, a movie that I used to watch as a kid, Subspecies. It's old. It's like set in like Eastern Europe. It's like, you know, B or C grade movie, if that. But I really liked, like, so he broke his fingers off to create these little minions and shit. And he was like, he wasn't, he wasn't attractive. He couldn't fucking, like, he was just out for like, I just really liked it as a kid watching it because I grew up in, Victor- in Victoria where it was always raining. Like, yeah. so I can remember watching that a lot. I just, I really liked the fucking, I really liked that shit. So everyone check out Subspecies if you get the chance. It's it's bad, but good bad. It, 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 I mean, it looks, it looks cool. I wouldn't mind watching that shit. I mean, it's very 90s makeup. You know? Yeah. It looks, it looks yeah. Like, I mean, I, 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 it's I, almost I, like, um, for anyone that remembers or you'll be able to find this on, oh, fuck, I'll put it, I'll put it in the notes. Um, Meatloaves, I'll do anything I love, but I won't do that. That ugly ass fucking vampire cunt sort of in, in the castle. It looks kind of like him. Okay. Yeah, he looks fucking weird. Mm. It reminds me, remind me of that movie, The Gate. You ever see that shit? I love The Gate. Remember I that? The Gate. Yes. Shit, love that movie. Damn. That's we're just going to have, one day we're going to have to do an episode where we just talk about like old movies that we fucking love and just go on a Fuck fucking. Yeah. We'll both, we'll both, I'll smoke, you'll smoke because you always smoke, and then we'll just fucking. Pff. I. I just quickly, the movie that scares me the most, the scariest movie for me, yeah. Idiocracy. That scares me oh, on a different level. Seen it one time. I it needs electrolytes. You know what? I, I heard, because that has a lot of relevance now. I heard. That's what scares I, me. And I only seen a part of it, and I'm like, I'm not watching this high. I'm not fucking watching this high. I seen five minutes, and I'm like, wow, what the fuck? Mm. I see the world going that way. These motherfuckers really call that shit. It was, it's funny, but they fucking call that shit. I'm like... That's why it scares me, man. Everyone's like, you're scared of that movie? I'm like, yeah, because I'm actually, like, I think... Like, have you seen that shit? I mean, no. You know what I... Who, who I forgot to talk about? Oh, fuck, man. No, I just had it in my fucking head right now. Sorry, bro. Fucking... No, 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 you could, um... Uh... David... From the Lost Boys. Did you ever see the Lost Boys? Oh, yeah. Yeah. David from the Lost Boys. That motherfucker, man. He has to be in, at least at least in the top 10 most powerful vampires, like, in cinema ever. He's just, like, like, just a punk-ass fucking kid, you know? Punk-ass kid. And the favorite scene for, for me, one of my favorite scenes is when, when, they, when, they, when they ride their motorcycle almost off the ledge. That's one of my favorite, favorite fucking scenes, dude. Yeah. He's just like, fuck you. He's like, yeah, fuck you. Like, I'm the smoothest motherfucker. Yeah, you punch me, I don't give a fuck. It don't hurt. Yeah. Like, well, bite your ass, it'll hurt. He's just like, he's just like the fucking it. You know, like he's a yeah. fucking punk ass kid. And I, I, that shit took me for a loop. I did not even fucking see that coming, dude. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I remember when I first watched that movie, I was just like, they make movies like this? Like, really? For real? I was like, wow, this is good. Yeah. All right, so let's let's go on to this um this timeline I've got in front of me. It's it's quite lengthy. But 1047, the first appearance of the word upale 
an early form of the word latter to become vampire in a document referring to a Russian prince as Upaya Lichi or wicked vampire. So our sort of modern, um, where we start to define vampire started in 1047, um, according to this book. This book is the the vampire book, the Encyclopedia of the Undead, or something like that. I'll um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, that website that I like that I gave you for books. Yeah, yeah. Put vampires in there and get rid of all the fucking the weird romance and all that sort of stuff, and you start to come across some some decent ones, you know, like some real shit, like some real research shit. Yeah. Um. So that's ten forty seven. Then we're in the eleven hundreds. Um, Walter Maps de Nagis Carillum, I don't know, includes accounts of vampire like beings in England, but so that's 1190. And then 1196, William of Newburgh's, Newburgh's, Newburgh's Chronicles is what it's called, records several stories of vampire like revenants in England. You know, the revenants from, um, I don't know if they mean like the revenants from like Harry Potter, those fucking things in the sky that fucking. Yeah. Like that. So um so 1196, England or eleven ninety, eleven ninety six, England starts to get vampires and sort of general consciousness, these these beings. Then there's nothing for like a couple hundred years. Then in this timeline, bless you three times. <laughs> Everyone Pedro just sneaks. I just want to mute that. She's like, So um it starts here in the fourteen hundreds, Vlad Tepes or Tepesh is actually the more correct way to say it, the son of Vlad Dracul, is born. Now, it talks a lot about um, how, um, so that's in either 1428 or 1429, and in 1463 he becomes the Prince of Wallachia. Um, 1442, he's uh, imprisoned by the Turks um, with his father. His father dies in 1447. It talks a lot about um, Vlad Tepesh and Vlad Dracul. I don't think we can actually class him as vampires, though, because there's no... Like, he was Vlad the Impaler. He would impale people. I grew up... Fucking bloodlust. That's it. I grew up... My granddad had a book called um, Finding Dracula or some shit like that, and it spoke a lot about uh, Castle Dracula, um, and I really got... Initially, it was the woodcuts. I love woodcut artwork, by the way. Um... But, you know, so you see him sitting there at the table and there's all these fucking people in power on spikes, all that sort of stuff. But for some reason, I really liked the idea of um, the stories. They would like, so there was one point, there was, there was a dead soldier hanging from every fucking tree in this forest. Could you, ima- could you imagine that for a second? So the Japanese forest. Yeah. Like he was also, he ruled with an iron fist, but he was, he, he was fair and he expected people to be honest with him. So there was a story where um, I'll tell two very quick stories about him. One is that he apparently invited all these homeless people to eat in his, in this building and, you know, they weren't thankful. And so he locked them in, he locked them in and burnt it to the fucking ground, you know, but also someone, there was a trader who was like a merchant who was traveling through and he got robbed and he went to, he went to Tepesh, like Vlad, and he said, listen, I've been robbed. And it's like, you'll have all of your money here. Come back tomorrow morning and all your money will be here. 
lucky for him, he counted it because there was one gold coin extra. And he says, I'm, I'm sorry, this is not mine. There's, this, there's one coin too much. Here, you go and get it back. He's like, I'm glad you counted it because we're going to kill you if you didn't. Oh, shit. But because that guy went to him and said, respectfully, this is what's happened. I, you know, this is my living. I don't feel safe traveling through your country anymore. It's like, I'll fix that. But had he take, had he not counted it or had he counted it and gone, oh, yeah, no, it's all there, he would have been killed. There's other stories where he would um, torture women. And I, I'm not saying I like those stories, but it gives you a real idea as to sort of how gruesome he could be. Now, the people of Romania still see him as a hero. And we spoke about Transylvania in our Pied Piper episode. So That's that kind of odd connection there. We're talking about this shit. Yeah, there's this. Slowly, I'm, I'm building things up. I'm building the groundwork. Yeah, I'm building groundwork. So, yeah, I honestly don't think that we can count him as... Because um, he never really drank blood. Yeah, the, so... And he was killed. Yeah. So he lived and then he died. There's no... He came back. There's different stories where it's like, oh, fucking... You know, they went to his grave and he was his body was gone. But, I mean, that could be that, you know, people gave him... that like, They stole his body and then buried it somewhere secret so it could never be defiled because he's still considered a hero. So that was... um. He was assassinated either 1476 or 1477. Then after that, we come to the 1500s. In 1560, Elizabeth Bathory, who I've spoken about before as well, was born. And I don't think, because in 1610, Bathory is arrested for killing several hundred people and bathing in their blood. So you know that scene on Hostel 2, I think it is, where the chick cuts the thing open and the blood comes down? Right. I'm trying to get... um, a lawyer to come onto the show to do a revision of the trial of Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah. So he's on TikTok. Um, Mike Mendelson or law by Mike. He's like, he used to be known as lawyer, but now he's, um, it's just really cool. It's like, you know, he's American, but I honestly think, so for instance, if she was bathing in blood that she would have had been like showered onto her because blood coagulates. Yeah. It's like, I've said this before in a previous episode. Maybe it was the last Vampire episode um, that I didn't actually Probably. post because my audio was shit on my end. I don't think we can really count Elizabeth yeah. Bathory. And I'll do a, I'll do a little... I really want to do with this lawyer and try and get that. like Because the evidence goes more... like In this day and age, if it was taken in court, she'd be found innocent. She may be found like, you know, she was shit cut to work for, but... Yeah, yeah, but it would have been a... <clears throat> A whole different story. She probably did get the short end of the stick for whatever fucking reason, but I agree with you. I don't well, know. the people that confessed against her were killed automatically, except one because she was quite of a noble family, but she was under house arrest for the rest of her life, not able to talk to anyone. You know, that's... Bitch. Yeah, and her son had a legitimate claim to becoming um, Holy Roman Emperor. The fuck? She had a lot of land as well. Strategic land. That's it, that's it. She wasn't even... Like she was never, she never got to even speak for herself. They're like, this is this is who she is, and this is all the horrible things she's done, and we're locking her up. I'm like, who the fuck are you to say that shit? Like, wait, like hold on, hold on. Like, where's the evidence, dude? Where you- exactly. So she died in 1614. Um, that was four years after her trial, That's or right. after she was arrested. Sorry, Let's skip some of these because um, Leo Alatius finishes writing the first modern treatment of vampires in I'm not gonna bother trying to pronounce that because I bastardize a lot of languages, especially the English language. Um 
1657, we have people starting to link vampirism with witchcraft. Uh, in 1672, a wave of vampire hysteria sweeps through Istra, wherever the fuck Istra is. 16, it just says Istra. 1679, a German vampire text by Philip Rohr is written, and then we get to the 1700s. So, um, in 1700s, we start at 1710, vampire hysteria sweeps through East Prussia. That's crazy. 1725, vampire hysteria returns to East Prussia. Um, by 1730, it's still lingering in Hungary. In 1734, the word vampire, so V-A-M-P-Y-R-E, enters the English language in translations of German accounts of European waves of vampire hysteria. Um, it goes on vampire hysteria, vampire hysteria. Um, 1756, vampire hysteria peaks in Wallachia, which is where Vlad Tepes was in charge. So that's when people start to associate him with a vampire. Just because he was bloodthirsty. So if someone, it seems to be if someone was bloodthirsty back in the day, oh, they must have been a vampire. Yeah. That's like real basic ass thinking. Um, the first time I ever heard of Wallachia Wale was on the, Castle, the Castlevania cartoon. You, you, you ever heard of Castlevania? You play that shit? I used to play it, yeah. Yeah, well, uh, Netflix has a uh, like an anime type ish show. Uh, called I've looked at it a couple of times. And I'm like, oh, I just love anime, but can I watch anime now as an adult? I don't know. It's not. It's it's the animation is anime, but it's not really anime. It's dude, you got to check that shit out. That shit is. I will. Show. I will. I'm gonna have a down week this week, so not down. It's in like I'm depressed. Like yeah, but yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. So I'll check it out. Um, let's see. Goeth has a book published called The Brides of Corinth, which is about vampires. That's in 1797. I'm going to jump all the way to 1813. Lord Byron's poem, The Gear, that's the as in T-A-G. Um, Gear is G-I-A-O-U-R. Includes, so his poem, Gear, includes a hero's encounter with a vampire. Now, interesting note about Lord Byron, he had a clubbed foot and was a mad seducer of women, even seducing his auntie and cousin. No, damn, he kept that shit in the family. Yeah, but see, they did that a lot back then. I'm not saying it's right, and I'm completely, yeah, I'm completely judging you if you fuck your first cousin, not you, the listener. <laughs> no, but that shit was that shit was in, huh? Like super. Yeah, strange. yeah, because that's how they. That's how basically that's how they kept wealth. You know, it wasn't actually until the Black Death that we started using surnames as well, just for what it's oh, worth. Shit. Yeah, because um, basically, like, you know, the town might have John and he might be John the Blacksmith and John the fucking Baker, but it, it wasn't, it was only like, you know, so for instance, uh, looking at using Vlad Tepes as an example, Vlad Tepes, son of Dracul, from the Dracul family, and so with the Black Death, people needed to make money and trying to avoid illness and sickness, they would travel because people were like losing all their slaves and all that sort of stuff. It's like, we'll come here and we'll make you someone. You are John Baker and you bake. <laughs> that's, that's, and it's to keep records because you couldn't have, oh, John died, John died, John died, John died. Which John are you talking about? Like, you know what I mean? So that's, there you go. You learn something, something new. What if you were known for jacking up? Oh, that's simple. John the Jacker. John, John the <laughs> Jack's a candlestick maker using his special wax. 
fucking <laughs> it lubricates it lubricates it burns at a slow rate <laughs> as well as seals <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit like stinks though so. don't don't try and put that on for a romantic evening mm, you'll just invite flies so bram stoker was born in 1847 and Varney the Vampire begins lengthy serialization. So that was um, like a, a book or a play, I'm assuming. It doesn't actually say here. Um, oh, yeah. I've seen that shit. I was watching that shit right now, too, in a different timeline. Varney the Vampire? Yeah, it's like a little fucking novella-ish. Type. Well, it's like a little book, right? Yeah, a novella's a, a short book, yeah. Um, then there's... I'm going to jump to... 1854, the case of vampirism in the Ray family of Jewel, Connecticut, is published in a local newspaper. Yep. How come I've never fucking heard of this? Because it's Connecticut. I don't know. <laughs> Do you watch this? There's some, there's some dude who actually listens to me like in like fucking 10 years' time going, well, hey, I'm from Connecticut. And it's like, yeah, who cares? You're a dick. 1888. No, hang on. 1874 reports from Seven. That's spelled C-E-V-E-N. It's a place in Ireland. Tell of sheep having their throats cut and their blood drained. That's like some alien shit right there. El Chupacabra, mate. El Chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's that's one thing that, like, um, is often reported as being vampiric, isn't it? Like, Yeah, a lot. Actually, a lot of the times it, it's... I think people confuse that shit as a vampire, and it's probably just fucking chupacabra and shit. Yeah, it's like some sort of um, animal that consumes blood. They go, oh, it must if be a vampire. Such a fucking thing. Yeah, if there's such a thing. Um, in 1894, um, H.G. Wells, no, sorry, 1888. Let me go to 1888. Emily Gerard's Land Beyond the Forest is published, and this is what will become a major source of information about Transylvania for. Bram Stoker's Dracula. So there's that. Again, 1894, H.G. Wells' short story, The Flowering of the Strange Orchid, is a precursor to science fiction vampire stories. So H.G. Wells got in on the whole vampire sort of thing. And everyone, H.G. Wells was War of the Worlds. Remember that big old fucking deal in 1950? His oh, man. <laughs> He was shooting at water tanks that they'd seen there forever. Like, oh my god, it's a fucking like. But that shit, if, if you think about it now, if you listen to it now, that should sound legit. Mm. Like, fuck, they really, aliens really did fucking land. Like, what the fuck? I loved War of the Worlds as a kid. I fucking loved it. But interestingly, the whole ancient alien sort of theories and all that sort of stuff didn't come about until H.P. Lovecraft. After H.P. Lovecraft, that's when people started thinking ancient aliens instead of which interdimensional story? gods and all that sort of stuff. Which H. one was that? Which one? H.P. Lovecraft? Yeah. Just the fact that he was like cosmic horror. These these beings that could destroy us come from very, very far deep in space, and they're very, very old, much older than us waiting. That Cthulhu fucking story is fucking trippy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? Mm, no, it's fantastic. It's Absolutely, really, it's fucking yeah. trippy as fuck, man. Yeah, remember I told you don't Google what HP Lockrock called his cat. Oh, <laughs> that's I still I don't even fucking how I mean you can't. Well, it's the time it was. You know, he was from like sort of HP Lockrock was like very sort of New Hampshire sort of oriented back in the racial funny. times. 
I used to, I used to, way, way back in the day, I used to fuck this white girl, right? And this white girl told me that her, her grandma used to own slaves and shit. It's like, what do you say that? Oh, cool. And I'm, and I'm like, wow. I, I didn't know. She's like, I know it's not a good thing. It's just, I just thought bringing it up. I'm like, yeah. It's like, we're not going to go to your grandma's house, are we? <laughs> yeah, that's it. What's that, what's that movie? Not us. Um, the one where they like, they get black people and they like, cause it's like, the Jordan Peele one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one before us. Which one was it? Um, it uh, you know what I'm on about. You I, know that one. Yeah. That, like, that, that was a tripping movie. I didn't get it until I was like, what the fuck? Oh, shit. I'm like, yeah. It's not bad. Not, it's like some M. Light, M. Night Shyamalan kind of type of shit. I'm like, yeah. Oh, I dig it. I dig it. Yeah, but Jordan Peele also did Lovecraft Country. I have not seen that fucking show. It's, it's good. It gets a bit far out there. Like, but it's still it's good. Shit, but that's probably why. Some no, some aspects of it are like it's more. Uh, it's like a story that deals with like racism back in the day. Yeah. But um, there's some weird shit, and the the white chick who's trying to become really powerful, like with like, because like you know what are we gonna do? White folks got magic on their side now, like. <laughs> so, <laughs> but the white chick, like, because it's set back like in like fifties or something like that or 60s or something like that but her fucking her clothes are always on point she is always dressed fucking immaculate like so fucking Sharp well like me and the missus were watching it and we're just always like even i'm like oh, look, look at the way she's dressed fucking like that's outstanding immaculate um, like it's oh. yeah so anyway um the whole ancient alien stuff didn't really come about until after hp lovecraft came up with the idea and that's why people are like oh no nah, he was hooked into something else and it's like maybe not Von Daniken made, made that shit really shoot off him. Yeah, yeah, he's the one that really made it popular, but I dare say if you were to talk to, like, you'll do some research, you find out that he was probably a Lovecraft fan back in the day. Okay, you know what? I love the way Von Daniken says sarcophagus. Have you heard that? Sarcophagus? No, it's like, and they had him in the sucker fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, put, I'll, put, I'll, I'll put a sound clip in there of him saying it. <laughs> hey, talk about sound clips i don't want to get up too off track but i i told you i have e evps right yeah yeah yeah. dude i'll, I'll shoot them to you later and shit, that shit yeah do that do that i, I want to hear it i want to hear it they say stop touching your mickey <laughs> stop jacking off you've done it enough you've killed thousands <laughs> so let's get so Dracula by Bram Stoker was published in 1897. So you see that starts to be a real ramp up. Like that's when people start to, and I think that's really because people are like, Oh, hang on. Like back in the day before you could like really go and check or use it. Like they didn't have the internet and all that sort of stuff. There'd be people sitting there reading, for instance, Dracula or these other stories and these myths and all that going. Yeah. So imagine you take the Harry Potter stories, hypothetically, and you stick an eight year old and they don't have any access to the internet or whatever, but they come across these, these Harry Potter stories and they're like, Oh, maybe I could go to Hogwarts because there's no one to tell them that they can't. You know what I mean? And so vampires start, like, people start going, oh, maybe there is, because everyone's always like, you know, fountain of youth, like, with, like, you know, Count St. Germain, he had his elixir of long life. So there's always been tales of cheating death and all that sort of stuff. So, but it really starts to, um, it really starts to ramp up in the 1900s. Uh, the secret of house number five possibly the first vampire movie is produced in great britain um dracula's guest by Bram stoker is published in 1913 then there's the war so nothing 
nothing happens until 1922 in Nosferatu, the German-made silent film, um, is made, and that's the first attempt to film Dracula. I'm going to skip forward because there's a lot of, like, you know, Dracula this, Dracula that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see. We'll go past the other war. In 1962, the Count Dracula Society is founded in the United States by a guy called Donald Reed because, you know, everything needs a society and a whatever. Um, there's a Count Dracula fan club in 65. In 1966, Dark Shadows debuts on TV. And we could really start seeing, so I've got one here for 1961, 62, 64, 65, 66, 67, 69. So it's really starting to ramp up now. People are really starting because the vampire has become, yeah, the vampire really becomes like a, a sophisticated, um, like, you know, like, like we're saying, like he's a badass. He's super strong. He's no longer like so. Some of the old myths are like you know they would um these vampires would like look like crippled old men, and then someone would go help them, and then they'd attack. Whereas now they didn't need to be that. They could be fucking you know dancing in fucking ballrooms and fucking you know high society party down, all that sort of stuff. Um, we will talk about it. Huh? Really elegant. They're all these motherfuckers are really elegant, you know. Exactly. By the way, he carries himself like, yeah, I'm a fucking, I'm, I'm a fine fucking glass of wine, motherfucker. Straight up. Exactly. Now you're talking about Lestat. So in 1985, the Vampire Lestat by Anne Rice reaches the bestseller list after a decade away from the vampire genre. Rice will subsequently publish a series of best-selling titles known collectively as the Vampire Chronicles. 1987, two movies aimed at the youthful audience, The Lost Boys and Near Dark, herald the coming revival of interest in vampires in the West. But seemingly, looking at this timeline, like I said, 77, 78, 79, 80, 83, 85, where did it... Like, it didn't seem to die. Like, the vampire doesn't die. <laughs> um, <laughs> games start coming out in the 90s because the, you know, graphics of games start getting a little bit better and all that sort of stuff. The movie, Dracula, like, Bram Stoker's Dracula, is directed by Francis Ford, sorry, Francis Ford Coppola, opens, um, and also, oh, fantastic, but also, Andre. Chikatilo of Rostov, Russia, is sentenced to death after killing and vampirizing some 55 people. Why have not, I not fucking heard of this before? We'll, we'll go over him shortly. What the fuck? That's crazy shit. I mean, not that it's crazy as like, oh, it's fucking good. Like, that's just crazy. Really fucking the reason you probably haven't heard of it is because it was um, Soviet. Sorry, it's right at the end of the Soviet Union, but it would have happened during the Soviet Union. So, you know, the only thing to come out, I'm surprised it didn't actually come out when you think about it. Cause I go, see the, the Soviets are evil. Look, they're fucking, they got this fucking serial killer that killed 55 people, but we'll go over him in a little bit. I'm pretty sure that those conspiracy guys have a really good episode on, on him. So I'll link if, if they do, I'll link that in the show notes. Um, 1994 interview of the vampire comes out. So in 1995, we've got oh, a slew of movies that come out. The Vampire in Brooklyn, I think it was Eddie Murphy. Or was was that Eddie Murphy? Or was that, what was the one where Nicolas Cage did Cockroach? Yeah, what the fuck? I think it was Nicolas Cage. Fucking Vampire movie too? I'm pretty sure he's fucking done everything. Fucking, I think he even did a horse. I'm sorry, no, that's... Uh, <laughs> 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 um, so we've got Vampire in Brooklyn... Nadja or Nadia, so N A D J A, 
Oh, Blackula. That's a black exploitation film. This person who wrote this is white. They're probably not going to put that in there. It's being Man, it's fucking black. That's just hilarious, dude. It is. It's funny. It's some funny shit. Um, there's also a movie called The Addiction, and one of my personal favorites, Dracula Dead and Loving It. Oh my god! I love when I love when when Dracula dies and he, Renfield <laughs> gets all his ashes and he draws a little smiley face like boop 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 with his finger. <laughs> ah, there you go, master. <laughs> fucking hilarious. One of my favorite lines from Lindsay Nielsen and when he go when they tell him, "Surely you can't be serious." Like, don't call me Shirley or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't call me Shirley. <laughs> That's just awful. I don't know, man. He's he's probably one of the funniest motherfuckers. Like, I think he's funny. A lot of people. I like think he's funny. funny but I, I think he's funny. It's good wholesome comedy, dude. He wasn't a fucking like. He wasn't a potty mouth, which I mean, it's all right to be a potty mouth, but he wasn't like he wasn't. He was more like a family oriented shit, and that shit was hilarious to me. Yeah. Yeah, you could, you could, you know, as a kid, you could watch it with your your, your dad or your grandpa yeah. or your uncle. And you go, yeah, you feel like you're actually like fucking watching. You, you sort of shouldn't be, but it's not that bad. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like not like Naked Gun and shit. Oh, that shit was funny as well, though. That shit can was. Can you believe OG was in that shit? Oh yeah, yeah, that's can fucking hilarious. Prior to killing his wife, okay, OG Simpson. Nineteen ninety six, Rod Ferrell. And his vampire clan says murder two people in Florida. The killings have large, yeah, again Florida. Um, the killings have large had the larger effect of separating the vampire game playing community and the community of self identified real vampires, the lunatic cafe, and bloody bones. Uh, we've got fucking Anne Rice things coming out from Dust Till Dawn in nineteen ninety six. Good movie. Good fun. Yeah. Salma Hayek before she turns. Oh my god, she's gorgeous. Did you ever see Desperado? Yes, I fucking love Desperado. That was so fucking good. Did you know that she fucking like almost cried through the whole sex scene and shit? Oh really? Because she didn't want her dad to fucking watch that shit. So she was like, "But I mean, did you see that body on her, man? Jesus Christ, Almighty!" Yeah, man. I'm so glad she's coming back into cinema properly now. Like, because she's going to be in that new Eternals movie. Speaking of the yeah. MCU, they're redoing Blade. With that, I'm not really fucking. I'm not really ha- like not too like crazy about it, but I, it's just because what's inside brings a different vibe to 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 Blade. You know what I mean? Yeah, he brings the alpha male vibe. There you go. And is it gonna have that fucking vibe, or is it Blade gonna get soft and shit? Like, mm. I don't know. I don't know. But in 1998, the first of three movies based on the Marvel Comics character Blade. The Vampire Slayer is released. So he was more like, although he was like vampire, he was a vampire slayer, mm-hmm. as we were saying, like killing his own kind. And I think that was that was cool to see because we hadn't really seen that in cinema up to that point. Like if if they killed another vampire, it was it was for love, and that was it. It wasn't. I'm going to go out and fuck you all up. Yeah, and you know I'm not too too big on the whole color thing because you know I, I don't give a fuck about your colors. Like what I treat people, I've said that shit many exactly. Times. But I, I was really surprised here because, I mean, to see a, a a black superhero was, I mean, I mean, it was not really common to be the protagonist. Yes, to be the supporting role, but to be there, I'm pretty sure it was like a big deal. This is back in the day, shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I was really surprised yeah. that it was accepted because back in the day, I mean, you know, you know how shit is. I mean, it's yeah, I'm like when you look at it now and you look at the way things are now, how much they've changed, like um, BLM and all that sort of stuff. It is quite interesting to go. How did they make that movie? Especially when there's other, like for instance, Thor, Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America. Oh, 
I will say they were more popular based on there being more white people and their white characters. So the white geeky teenagers, not anything wrong geeky, I'm a fucking geek, but the white geeky teenagers could identify with more. And I'm not getting into the whole Rango capitalism or anything like that. No, so. no, fuck that shit. No, 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 fuck that. Yeah. But, but, I mean, I'll be surprised, though, because you know how shit... I mean, if shit is crazy now, imagine back in the day. I mean, I'm pretty sure that he had to fucking jump through so many hoops just to fucking get that shit approved. He probably had a lot to do with um, with it being made and probably financed a whole bunch of it himself. I wouldn't fucking doubt it. That would... That's probably just... That's probably... And they're like, yeah, all right, look, whatever. <laughs> in 2001, we have Dead Until Dark, which was by Charlene Harris, which became the True Blood story. So that book first came out. And then 2002, 30 Days of Night, a three-issue comic book miniseries came out, which was later became a movie, which was fucking... I actually really liked that. It was in Alaska. And, like, when they have all that dark time... Um, comic? What the fuck? I didn't know it was a comic. Yeah, graphic graphic novel comic. Um, In the way that um, 300 was a graphic novel based on a true story. Yeah, 300. Yeah, it started off as a... as a, oh it came out as a graphic novel, man. What the yeah. fuck was I, man? Straight up. Well, it makes sense that they'll go with graphic novels because it's pretty much, it's all storyboarded mm-hmm. for them. They've just got to go, right, well, yeah. we'll do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's why if they fuck comic book movies up, it's like, how? Literally, you open the comic and it's a storyboard. It's the same shit. But you know not, what I mean? It's done before, right? It's been done before, right? Like, Which one? Up. Fucked up comic books? Yeah, no, like, they don't they don't really stick to the, to the comic book. What the fuck was that, dude? Fantastic Four... I've, I don't even fucking remember, but I, I, somebody was complaining about that shit, that it didn't really stick to the whole, to the to the comic book. Was they, were they complaining about it on Facebook, or? No, I think it was legit. It was in, like, one of the early Marvel movies. I think it was, I don't know if it was Spider-Man, or... The, so, the Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, like, Spider-Man never could actually shoot web. He had to make his own web shooters. Yeah, but Tobey Maguire could yeah. shoot fucking, like, jizz out of his fucking thing. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting note. Interesting note, the guy that played the bully in that became Alcide Hervo in True Blood. The werewolf in True Blood, who then was also in Magic Mike. Shit. Who um he's now married to um Thingo that was in Modern Family. Sophia Sophia Vergara. Oh yeah. I forgot is that motherfucker. Oh dude. Oh my god. Yeah, Joe Manginello, that's his name. Joe Manginello. So yeah, he was in the he was the the bad guy, not the bad guy, but he was the bully in school. I remember that shit now, Parker. Yeah, help him. Which one? <laughs> so yeah, we start to get um, it then goes on and starts to degenerate. We've got vampire eyes that come out later on. Prior to that, we had um, I Am Legend in two thousand and seven. That was a vampire movie. Yeah, they were vampires, like zombie vampire type thing. Because remember, they pumped the cure of cancer into the air. In the movie, mm-hmm. and they became it says like here saying I am legend and I am legend. Um, also because it's um because of Rambo capitalism and it being Pride Month, let's talk about just very quickly. In two thousand and seven, The Lair came out, which was a gay oriented vampire series, and it aired, aired its first season on cable television in two thousand and seven. Two thousand and ten, Twilight Eclipse. So the Twilight movies. So Twilight came out in, I think, 2007, 2010, where Twilight Eclipse debut. Um, and that's sparkly 
vampires. Cool. Just a quick note about Twilight whilst I'm thinking about it, because I wrote Twilight here on my thing because I knew that it would get to the end of that um, timeline. Twilight was written by a Mormon. No shit. Right? And Mormons get to basically in this life they pick their perfect family for the next life. Now, what was Twilight? She picked her perfect family in with diamond skin, they can't die, for her second life. It's fucking Mormonism in a fucking pretty different package. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know much about um, Mormonism, but you explaining it to me that just makes perfect sense, dude. Because I I think I've only seen it once, and not because I really wanted to watch it, <clears throat> because I just wanted to see what the whole like shit is about. Yeah, like what's the hype about this thing? I'm gonna check it out. That's that's why I did it. That's why I watched it. But I, I think that, I mean, I don't I don't really like too much of that. That because to me it's like really kind of sappy ish, like more emo. Yeah. But Robert Pattinson, I think he is, I, I I like the way he acts. Even though he wasn't in, in that movie, I didn't like it too much, but I think he's a really good actor. I think he could really fucking, I think that it's going to be a really good uh, Batman. I think it might be an, up there with Keaton. Keaton was probably one of the best Batman. Keaton's coming back as Batman as well. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, in the new Flash movie, they're filming it, and he's like an older Batman from that same Batman. He's an older Batman. that's yeah oh my god i don't care man he did a really fucking good see his voice was cool it was i'm batman it wasn't over the top but it had a lot to, but i think I, I you know what i think the new batman with that bullshit voice had a lot to do with uh christian bill's fucking little ego and shit oh yeah like i'm yeah. gonna do it this way because i'm just me you're in my fucking shot get the fuck out of my shot yeah you i remember that where he lost his shit wasn't that like, terminator I think it was. When I, think, I think I think it was Terminator. Yeah, but yeah, he lost his fucking mind. Yeah, but I want to talk about Andre Chicaglio, the the guy I was telling you about, like the um, yeah. vampirized fifty-five victims. So I'm just on Wikipedia now. He was a Soviet silly, uh, silly killer, serial killer. He's silly <laughs> for killing. He's silly for killing those people. So nicknamed the Butcher of Rostov, the Red Ripper, and the Rostov Ripper. He sexually assaulted, murdered, and mutilated at least 52 women and children between 1978 and 1990 in the Russian SFSR, the Ukraine SSR, and Uzbek SSR. He confessed to 56 murders, 53 of which he was tried in April 1992. He was convicted and sentenced to death for 52 murders in October 1992. Although the Supreme Court of Russia ruled in 1993 that insufficient evidence existed to prove his guilt in nine of those killings, uh, he was subsequently executed in 1994. Now, I don't want to give too much um, to airtime to like him being a killer and like you know we're not. I know that like you know 40 year old single white women living in fucking Ohio or something are going to be like, oh my god, he sounds so hot and sexy because for some reason they love serial killers. Oh fuck. It's fucking bizarre, but um, he was a he had a teaching career. I think I watched a thing where he used to like travel on the train or something like that. I don't know. Again, um, to get a hell of a lot, like as in depth as possible, I'll link you guys to those conspiracy guys episode on it because, like, you know, Gordo does the shit well. Um, there were sexual assaults that he did. The psychological profile. They did a 65-page psychological profile on this guy. Damn. They described the killer as a reclusive man aged between 
45, and this is before they knew him, 45 and 50 years old, who had endured a painful and isolated childhood, uh, who was incapable of flirting or courtship with women. He was well-educated, likely to be married and to have fathered children, but also a sadist who suffered from impotence and could achieve sexual arousal only by seeing his victims suffer. Damn. The murders themselves were an analogue to the sexual intercourse. This individual was incapable of performing and his knife became a substitute for a penis which failed to function normally because many of the killings had occurred on weekdays near mass transport hubs. Like I said, I thought there was a thing about the train. The train's very the massive, massive over there. They also argued that the killer's work required him to travel regularly and based upon the actual days of the week when the killings had occurred, the killer was most likely tied to... A production schedule but he followed the investigation very carefully apparently according to this is all just wikipedia i'm not <laughs> going to go too much into it like i said he um he was arrested once but here it says that there was a second arrest so did he get away but that's very interesting he apparently he apparently vampirized um the his victims but he was known as like he called himself a vampire or there is reference to him being called a vampire again i think that goes to that bloodthirsty sexual like it seems to be like you're bloodthirsty and like sexual in some way though the media will portray you as a vampire seemingly still where they could have fucking described you as a fucking vampire hey hey i'd rather see this bloodlust he uses his knife instead of a penis (laughs) oh fuck i don't doubt that shit man that's some crazy shit right there it's probably one of those people that like to choke wank themselves you know what's funny is real quick. I, I saw a story about this fucking seven year old kid, dude. He started showing signs of like bad shit. He would, he would look up like videos of like women being tortured sexually and shit hey. at an early age, man. And th- their parents had to give him up to an institution, man, because that kid was not going to. And they and I mean it's fucking crazy because the mom had to give him up, but they're like, we have to give him up because if not, this could turn into some fucking really bad shit. So the kid's still fucking institutionalized right now. But at an early age, and no, nobody abused him, dude. Nobody showed, nobody ever showed him. It's just that darkness got into him. Maybe, maybe talk about the, let's go to the guy who was an ex-vampire now, Phil Schneedley yeah. or whatever, right? So for any of you guys that don't know what this guy looks like, oh, it's it's to sell. It's bullshit, right? Phil Schneeblin, sorry, Schneeblin. Uh, William Schneeblin, he's a biblical authority, and Minister William Schneeblin has devoted more than 25 years to equipping the body of Christ through teaching, clarifying biblical truths, and exposing heresies, fortifying the church through his dynamic ministry. He used to have a website called xvampire.com, which you can't visit now if it doesn't work. He has movies, The God Makers 2. Um, his books include Masonry, Beyond the Light, Wicker, Satan's Little White Lie, Blood on the Doorpost, Romanticizing Death, White Sepultures, Mormonism's Temple of Doom, and Space Invaders. I believe not related to the game. <laughs> Apparently. Hey, do you know that he was a fucking uh, 90 degree Freemason, supposedly? Okay, so a lot of people say that 90 degrees doesn't exist. I have seen an apron that is a 90th degree apron which is the only thing that makes me go, right, he's done some research. And that was from an Egyptian lodge. Like, I'll actually, um, 
next I'll try and get a photo because it's it's actually in the Grand Lodge of Freemasons of South Australian Northern Territory here in the city. Um, I will try and get them to send me a photo of it. So just do just to put is that it. for everything. Nah, you, you 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 get like it's not like a fucking gang, right? It's not blood and blood out. You could you could bail out anytime you want. Yeah, totally. You just you just gotta shut the fuck up, right? <laughs> Can't say shit. I talk shit about. I I say shit. No, I mean like about their in like workings and shit, like how they do shit. Like you really can't talk about that shit. <laughs> right. So what it is, the best way for me to describe it, um, to everyone, I'm a former Mason. Um, I just stopped paying my dues. I stopped paying my yearly membership fee and stopped going because it's it started to feel like it was rotten from the inside out. Um, it's just a bunch of old fucking swingers these days. <laughs> like that's not, legit. Not, They're not too. The they can't organize themselves enough. Like to do like be in charge of the world. Um, yeah, you've got presence of 32nd degree Masons and shit like that. That's, you know, but people join for business and all that sort of stuff. But it's like, um, get someone who knows nothing about website and get me to start talking about the back-end development of a website and they're not going to know. They're not going to understand. So you've got to build layer upon layer, like a university or a college degree. Mm-hmm. You do first year, second year, third year, fourth year, then postgraduates. So you go first degree, second degree, third degree, and you're a master Mason at that point. And then you go offside on the sides of it. That's what it is. So most most people that are that reach third degree, they're they're good people. They try and when they're not swinging, they try and raise money for charities. Um, the Freemasons are probably the leading organization that are trying to find a cure for prostate cancer and testicular cancer. They're very big on men's health. And so for that reason, like, you know, I still take my hat off to them. I still have a lot of respect for them as an organization. Um, they're all about making you more of a perfect individual. And that's usually through finding some type of burden to carry. Yeah, we were so, talking about burden. And, yeah, but the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's, just, it's an organized thing. Yes, they have secret codes and all that sort of stuff. But that's what a lot of people don't understand is that um, even during Nazi Germany, they had to hide themselves because they were a secret organization. And so they would come up with like, you know, like it depends. So like on the hand, it depends where you press as to, and it doesn't go any further than that for the first three degrees with your thumb. Stigma. Are they the fucking Illuminati? Say, say, say something about that, please. No, no. The, if the Illuminati exists, what we deem to be the Illuminati is the closest group to the Illuminati would be the Bilderberg group. That's my honest opinion on that. The Freemasons are looking for something. Uh, did I tell you what I think that is? is it, I think that's God. what Lilith said. Yep. Yo, man. What if that happens and somebody speaks that? What's going to happen the moment they speak that? I was going to be like, what's up? What you need? I don't know. College oh, boy. God. Like, you know, but here's the thing. They're still looking, which means they haven't found it yet, which means there's a chance for anyone to find it. But how? How? I mean, how the f- I mean, my thing is, like, how do you know you're not really fucking going down a path that just leads to nowhere? What if it's just an urban myth? What if it's just a, like, you, you being a, like, you that, you were in that organization, do you believe in God? Yes, I believe in it. So, to be a Freemason, there's a couple of things that must happen. One, you have to go there of your own free will. No one is forcing you to go there. Uh, you have to be a person of good standing in your community um they will overlook certain things in criminal record like you know speeding and shit like that but if you walk up and just clock someone like you assault someone or you're a rapist murderer well, they're not they don't want that shit right and the third and the most important thing is you must believe in a creator that is greater than you they call him the grand architect that's why you see the big g sense for grand architect because that way a lot of people go oh that that means god and it's like in a judeo-christian sense yes that means god 
I believe in a creator, like, even if you look at it, Big Bang, what created Big Bang? So, for instance, if I go to touch the camera and think, all right, I'm going to touch the camera, mm. right? I've chosen to do that thought, then action. Where did the thought for the action? And that's, I try to stretch my mind. Yeah. So, you just for what's that? That's my views on it. But the closest thing to, to the Illuminati would be the Bilderberg Group. Just look at how Alex Jones was taken off almost every platform, like, at once, you know? I don't think Bohemian Grove is... I think that's literally where they just get going, like, fuck each other and piss on trees and, like, have a week in the woods where people can't, you know, and they get hookers and fucking male, female hookers, whatever, and they get to just not care for a week or two. So there's... So they really are fucking, like... Was it like, do you mean like swingers like have big orgies and shit or what? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, as a Mason, do you have to attend those orgies or is it just like a, that, that's like a voluntary? Okay. So, so there's, there's ritual that you do perform, um, it, but it's not, it's like, for instance, it's not satanic shit. It's like, imagine um, if you're going to cook, if you're going to bake a cake or something, you're going to cook something you've never cooked before. There's, there's methods like, so, you know preheat the oven all that sort of stuff so there's all these different things and it's usually like the idea of gnosis and gnostics is that they had they believed in god because there was they had experience of god okay so you will understand i could tell you what freemasonry is like i could tell you exactly what happens in the 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 degrees that i've been through but you'll understand it and get it immediately if you ever do it it's like driving a car you can tell someone, right, this is how you drive a car, this is how you drive, this is how you change gears and all that sort of stuff. But they're not going to know the importance. They're not going to know how to do that until they drive the car, until they actually turn the ignition, press the button these days, whatever the fuck, and drive. You know what, you know what I'm saying? You get that knowledge through experience. Yeah. That's what the rituals are all about. Mm, okay. That's what you're saying. Yeah. But this Bill Schneeblen, or whatever, <laughs> he claims to be a Mason, and then he claims to have gotten into the Church of Satan and all that sort of stuff. So, Going back to the kid that you're talking about, he thinks that the reason, or he says in one interview, that the reason he became interested in the dark and the evil and all that sort of stuff because his parent, parents didn't pray over him before he left the house and let him go trick-or-treating. <laughs> that's great. That's, that's a crazy way of thinking. Though. Mm. So, but obviously he's always like, you know, comes to light, I've done this, I've done that. He claimed to be, he claimed to start growing fangs and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> like, Man, pass me a joint and whatever the fuck you're smoking. Yeah, what he's smoking, I want it, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. He's very, very... I've only ever seen him in situations where he seems to... He's not asked random questions. Like, so someone like me would pick him apart. Someone like you would pick him apart. No, what about this? What about that? Oh, but you said this. So how then did you do this? The, the time frame isn't that nothing. You know what I mean? But he claims that once you get to a certain point in Freemasonry and the Church of Satan that you get a choice to become a vampire or a werewolf. And he claimed that he was like, he was literally growing fangs. But, you know, of course they're not there now because it was all reversed through the power of God. Man. That's a hell of a story. That's a, that's a hell of a sale. Yeah, but it's, there's people that believe that shit going, oh my God, I see the devil everywhere. You know, I kind of feel sorry for these people. If you go looking for something, if you go look, <clears throat> looking for something, or you think that you're going to see something everywhere, you're going to see it. Well, that's it. That's it. I want to say I, I want to say I see God in everything, and if you look for it, you're obviously going to see that everywhere. Yeah, and that's just to me that I know it makes sense. Maybe maybe it's fucking ignorant on my part, but to me that's the way, that's just the way I see it. 
that's not ignorant. So we've got people saying that they were vampires, that there are real vampires. And I want to finish it off by talking about Elizabeth from Florida. Is she still in Florida? I don't know. I actually I actually uh, messaged the Florida Police Department asking if there's any information that they can give me because I've got a podcast, yeah. blah, 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 and I'm still waiting for a reply. It's probably sitting in their fucking junk room. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so to give you guys an idea, um, Steve Kaplan is the guy who brought the Amityville Horror stuff into contention saying that it was all wank and bullshit. He started the... He's a noted vampirologist, was a well-respected vampirologist. He's now dead. But in his book called Vampires Are, Chapter 5, 439-year-old Elizabeth, our biggest puzzle. So I actually... What I want to do is Pedro U B K and I'll be E. Alright? So we're gonna we're gonna try and act this shit out, y'all. I'm the woman. On the gentleman <laughs> of logic is the woman of the seeming <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna call it logic or not. So um I'll just I'll set the scene for you guys. So in the spring I'll I'll sort of, I'll hand this through. Um uh, the spring of seventy nine at eleven thirty PM on May thirteenth. Of course it's thirteen. Of course it's fucking thirteen. <laughs> The phone rings at the center, which I'm assuming is the Vampire Research Center. Like, <laughs> they don't have any um, website or anything that I could find. I was tired and promised myself that this would be the last call I would take for the night. Sure enough, I was sorry I had picked up the phone. So basically, this woman calls up going, hey, look, what's up? I'm over 400 years old. I'm a vampire. I saw you on TV. She said her name was Elizabeth and that she had been a vampire since she was about 17 or 18 years old. And she'd been born in England somewhere around 1540. She said she was currently living in Florida and lived there for 17 years. Before that, she lived in Indiana for quite a while. Now, I'll, I'll try and do a thing without going into Jason Statham. Fucking, you know, I did it on fire. Car was on fire. Oh, I was on fire. <laughs> the vampire transporter. <laughs> Transporting <laughs> coffins and dead ditches. <laughs> Alright, so um K is Kaplan, but we won't bother saying K E. So like you're gonna be Kaplan and so we'll just read like as as it's here and we'll just go through the couple of pages that it's got, right? Oh, so when you're ready, let's go. <laughs> this will be fun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, why did you come? Well, I haven't talked about myself to anyone for a long, long time, and I've been sort of depressed lately. And then I saw you on the television, on the on the TV show. <laughs> <laughs> I have a videotape set up, see, so I can see the earlier shows when I wake up. And I thought, well, there's something about you. Anyway, I just thought I might like to talk to you. All right, tell me about yourself. Where did you go to school? I never had a formal education, but I do a lot of reading. I'm finally figuring out my physiological makeup. What do you mean? Well, I must have a liquid diet, a special one. Human blood is the only food my system can tolerate. And what does your doctor say about this? I don't go to a doctor. How often do you drink human blood? Every day. And how much do you drink each day? I've never measured it, but I guess about eight or nine pints. And where do you get this blood? I drain a human body. You drain a body every day? Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> How do, you, how do you extract the blood? I choose one of the six major arteries and cut it, usually with a straight razor. How do you, I mean, do you tranquilize your victims first? Give them something to do the, them? Definitely not. I don't want to pollute the 
Bloods with drugs. I'm also very careful to check for needle marks. No one likes a fucking junkie, and I don't want to get a drug addict. <laughs> There's some liberties taken here, everyone. <laughs> but then, how do you subdue your victims? I can't tell you that. All right. You say you drain a body a day. Doesn't that mean you have to dispose of the body every day? Isn't that a bit difficult? How do you manage that? There are several methods. Can you tell me some? I'll tell you one. There was a man I drained. And I left him in his car, took off the handbrake, and pushed the car into a body of water. It's been two months now, and the body's not been discovered yet. Will you give me another example? No. Do you choose your victims of one particular sex or age? No, it doesn't matter. How do you feel while you're drinking the blood? That's how to describe. Let me see. My feet get cold, and I can't hear anything. It's like... Like a dream sleep, or like, I guess, yawning might describe it. At one point, the feeling gets very intense. How long does this go on? Until there is no more need for blood. It takes about 25 or 30 minutes. What type of bed do you sleep in? I've had a special sleeper made with a cover over it. You mean a coffin? No, it's not a coffin. I do need some air, and the sleeper is designed to let some air in, some air get in when it's closed. I have a cord- I have corduroy pillows in it. It's very comfortable. When do you sleep? During daylight hours. And this is upsetting sometimes. I hardly have time to take a shower or get to the store before they close. What do you, you, what do you buy in the stores, Elizabeth? I've answered a lot of your questions up to now, but I'd like to ask you some things. Go right ahead. Did you ever meet a male vampire who said he had impregnated a human female? Let's say I've met some who claim they are vampires and also claim to be fathers. Well, here's some information for your fathers. Nine out of ten male vampires are impotent. It's a matter of hormones, plus their body temperature is too cool to support healthy sperm cells. Another thing I'd like to ask you now, can you give me the names of other vampires? Now, sorry, just quickly, before we go on, remember that number, nine out of ten, all right? Okay. Just remember that. I'll... <coughs> sorry, keep going. Okay. So I, I, gave a, I gave a name I made up off the top of my head. Never heard that one. Name some more. They really don't want me to give out their names. Do you know any other vampires yourself? Yes, but they're all neurotic. I guess I am too. But I don't like to be with them. Do you like to be with uh, normal men? Have you ever been married? No, I've never been married. I have no interest in men except for intellectual company. But don't you have any... Forgive me, but this is for research purposes. What about your sex life? I am not at all interested in the sex, and I will not discuss the subject with you, you fucking purr. <laughs> trying to get some vampire pussy. <laughs> some of that icebox cold. <laughs> that teeth in the fucking pussy. Imagine a baboon yawning. <laughs> Vagina didn't talk. You ever seen that movie? No. You ever seen Teeth? Oh, my no, God. No, because she's scared. She's scared. That's just crazy, dude. It's, it's not... All right, where am I? Okay. Um, Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse me, I wasn't trying to be rude. Can you tell me how you look? Do you look your age? I'm five feet, two inches tall, two inches short, and I have a very nice shape. I've been told I look anywhere from 19 to 26 years old. So later on, Elizabeth furnished a much more detailed description of herself, which I'll repeat at this point. Do you look like a normal person? (laughs) I don't know how to answer that. Well, do you look like something out of a Martian comic strip or a Vampirella? Is there anything unusual about your appearance? 
Under some conditions, I can get away with just a few stares, but my skin, my movement, my hair are different. What colour is your skin? I tell people I'm an albino. People often call me Milko. And my, my eyes... <laughs> my eyes, if you look at them long enough, would be curious. They resemble glass. Lead crystal. The texture is different. Could you describe them a little more for me? How to phrase this. Imagine, if you will, a piece of cloth and a piece of metal. When you shine a light on the cloth and it goes through its style and diffuse, but when you shine it on the metal, it bounces back. Well, it's the same basic idea with eyes. I don't know quite what you mean. The iris of human eyes is tissue, but from studying my own, I suspect my own eyes are crystalline. I would look in the mirror and study them. This would account for the sharpness of vision that I have, even of objects at great distances. I can define even the smallest line on a dollar bill at 50 yards. What do you do for income, Elizabeth? I own a lot of real estate and have a substantial income from that. So the conversation goes on for another half hour. Um, she talks about her clothing and all that. I want to sort of skip forward a bit. Um, <clears throat> so if you go to where it says, see where it says page 100, 101, we go to 102. So skip down a little bit. All right, got it. All right, so she's talking about, um, so basically he tried to get her to send some stuff to try and prove he's he's been asking for some blood samples and all that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. He mentions that, um, well, from page 101, right at the bottom where it starts with dot points, do you want to read the first three out and I'll read the last two out? Her sleep is more a form of hibernation than human sleep and she cannot turn into a bat, thinks that that's utter nonsense. And her teeth look normal, except for two that are a little longer than the rest, which you would call fangs, I suppose, but she doesn't like that word. Can I get the other two points there? Yeah. She had recently met a male vampire in Florida, whom she had known and last seen in 1863 or thereabouts. I looked and he looked at me at the same time, like a dual double take, and I thought, you? And he was aghast. We didn't say a word to each other that time, just kept going. Right now, he said he stays in his half of the state, and I stay in mine. We just leave each other alone. She gave us some of her past history. She was born in either Folkestone or Can Canterbury, England, and was in the Tower of London in approximately 1556 or 1557, awaiting beheading for having become a Protestant. She had been carrying incriminating letters from for her boyfriend of the time, Thomas Wilfield, and had been caught. <laughs> I had a choice when the priest came to take my confession. I was raised a Catholic. So if you don't confess, you go to hell and all. And I had the choice of either confessing that I'd become Protestant and had been attending Mass in falseness and risking being burned at the stake or keeping my mouth shut. As it was, I was going to lose my head, so I didn't confess. What happened? Well, in through the window, like Peter Pan, came this person. I was not asked... Do you want to do this, or what do you think of this? I was told, here, put these on. He cut my hair, he took me out of there. That's when I went through the vicissitudes. So Captain then says, I then asked her some more about her blood drinking. Uh, we're not going to go too much into that because she's just talking about how much she drinks and how she does it with a knife, straight razor, so on and so forth. But the interesting thing is that she 
she does give like a lot of detail, but like some very specific details about like you know the ship that she came over to America in, that it was you know how people thought it was seaworthy. She didn't know. She spoke about her eyes and her appearance and all that sort of stuff. But remember, I said nine out of ten vampires. Mm-hmm. They're like they're too cold to keep sperm production, hormones, all that sort of stuff. She says that at one point there's only about fifty vampires in the world. So nine out of ten, like that's. Why doesn't like you see what I'm saying? Yeah, because if there's only a, a limited amount, um, but she also goes on to say, um, and I'll have I have a link to this because it is quite lengthy. Um, but she she goes on to say that people over a certain age, about 24 or 26, won't survive the vicissitudes of becoming like the presence of becoming a vampire, and if they do, they'll probably only live for five years. That's a, that's a whole new take on the life of a fucking vampire, like mm. the lifespan. It's, it's seemingly because, like, you know, the whole, like, I mean, in Sylvia Plath's sense, we're all dying from the moment we're born. Mm-hmm. But there's a point where the body starts to break down more and more and more. And, and like we were talking about, like, you know, testosterone starts to plummet mm-hmm. at a certain yeah. level and all that sort of stuff. So she actually, um, she does talk about how, you know, because uh, Captain was like, well, would you turn me into a vampire? I can still dance. I can still, like, I'm quite active and all that sort of stuff. And she's like, no, your body wouldn't survive. And you we did manage to get you to survive, you'd only last for five years. That's crazy. Yeah. Which I'm wondering, is it like let's just like let's just logic this out for a minute. If that's the case, it, um it would only last five years, is that because like you need to learn X amount to be able to survive? Or by starting them off young, they're always gonna be around the look around nineteen to twenty six type. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, so it's easier for them to, like, you know, do a twilight and go to school or college, for instance, or fucking, yeah. you know, it's easier to blend into society. Whereas if you're a businessman, like, hypothetically, you're a businessman, you're a doctor, you're a researcher, whatever, you're over the age of 30, you can't often pass for someone younger. Mm-hmm. Whereas you could say that you're, like, so for instance, I'm 38. I could pass for a 40 year old, I could pass for a 30 year old. If I try and pass for a teenager, they're going to be like, get fucked, dickhead. We know you're not. <laughs> Whereas when I was in my 20s, mm. like, so when I was 28, I got asked for ID when I was buying smokes. Mm. So, you see what I'm saying? Like, maybe that's yeah, yeah. like, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think? What do you, first of all, what do you think about Elizabeth? Like, everyone, like I said, I'll put. I'll put this in the, the link to this in the show notes so that you can all read it yourself and, and see like the crystalline eyes is a very interesting detail. Yeah. Like it sounds it sounds kinda of like she even has that um that I think was is a lot of nocturnal animals have that crazy ass night vision, you know, and Yeah. And that's what it just sounds like to me. Like she has this I mean, because 'cause I'm pretty sure in a pitch black fucking tunnel tunnel or something she could fucking see you from a mile away. So I think she's yeah. been talking about that shit. Yeah. That's probably the difference. Like some of that pitch black. Remember that pitch dark? Was it pitch black? Pitch black. That was actually filmed um, in my state. No shit. Yeah, here in Australia, in my state, South Australia. No shit. I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah. Because he got his eyes mirrored. Yeah, there you go. So he could see at night when he's in prison because he didn't want to get fucked. Yeah. So I don't want to see people sneaking up behind us because you don't want to see their fucking dick in your ass. Maybe he wants to. Maybe he wants to look at other people happening. Like, <laughs> he's peeping. I just did it because I wanted to slap other inmates with my dick. That's it. Um, but he did get so Steve Kaplan did get a handwritten thing from her, which is very hard to read. She's very neurotic, man. You could tell right away. Oh, totally. Yeah, I think she's full of shit. Honestly, 
to be very honest with you, because maybe maybe she's fucking being truthful, because that's not a very common story you hear about vampires that you know that if you get to survive up to five years, that's that's your shit. And maybe that's why it's nine out of ten, because maybe only really one really fucking makes it. Yeah. And there's still population population of vampires somewhere, but it's it's very short because this happened. So that would make sense. Because if you're thinking about it logically, like maybe that's why nobody's ever really encountered a vampire. They do exist. Their lifespan is not what we think. It's mm. shorter. Maybe they do have all, all the powers and the lust for blood and all that shit, but that shit runs out up to the five-year mark. Yeah. And also, if there's 50 of them around the fucking world, you really... And if they say that they're albinos, like, you'd be like, okay, he's albino, whatever. Like, that's what he is. Because that's fucking... Oh, shit. Like... Logically, if there's only 50 in the whole world of billions of people, it's, it's like a needle in a haystack. And the best way to find a needle in a haystack is a fucking magnet, y'all. So imagine what if that's true? What if all the albinos are really vampires? Blood sucking fucks. And you don't know. Because, of course, they're, they're, they have to be at night. They don't really come out because they are burnt easily. Yeah. You rarely see albino people anywhere. I've seen one albino in my life, and that was was trippy yeah because their eyes were literally fucking red yeah i was like what and i wasn't like not like in the trip like, oh, you're and see that could be sorry head. that could be that could be how they like you know they don't burst in flames but they burn in the daylight like in the logical sense they burn because their skin's like the pigment and all that they burn yeah or, or i mean it could be either or it could be that what if maybe they are vampires or maybe that's where the myth of the whole vampire thing came from yeah you know yeah, it's just like we didn't understand, like, you know, it's like the whole, like, you know, way, oh, I'm probably going to get cancelled with this, but, you know, like, like Native Americans, like, they'll see a plane, like, oh, the metal bird. It's like, no, it's a plane. Oh, metal bird. It's like, no, it's a fucking plane, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the, the reference wasn't there. So they, like, oh, no, they're demons because they're vastly different. Look how different they are to us. Yeah. You think there's, I mean, you got to think about this, too. Like, in that point, I guarantee you there's so many parts of the world that you that haven't been explored. There's probably still tribes like that that believe in that kind of shit. Oh, totally. You know, they, they it's a remote place on the earth somewhere. They survived for years and they see a fuck. Oh, look at that shit. It's a metal bird. It's obvious that you're not going to know what to fucking categorize it because you don't know about that shit. Well, what about that? Um, It was oh, a couple of years ago now, but they um they showed footage where this like, plane goes over this island where these people completely have no contact with like, like Westerners and they start firing arrows at the yeah. fucking small plane. I remember that shit. Yeah. But maybe, uh, like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's where our. Bino, albinoism, albinoism actually comes from, or vampirism comes from a misunderstanding of albinos. And like I said, you know, the sun makes them burn. And I say, oh, it feels like my skin's on fire. Oh, the skin's burning. Just being out in the sun for a small amount of time. Different eyes to it. I think that, that that's a really that's a really fair point. Because, I mean, it's it makes sense if you think about it. it it's, it's logic. It is. And it could explain a hell of a lot just like that but listeners get in touch let us know what you think like get in touch with pedro get in touch with myself let us know what you think if you if you think she was if you, like read it read it right because i don't want to go too much into it because i'm running out of time and pedro is he always does this starting at midnight he's a fucking trip he needs to get some fucking sleep it's not good you know what tomorrow you well ever since i've been working from home they made it official that every every Sunday is going to be like more of a chill day. Not not every distribution center where I work at is open. 
Okay. So I get I get to kind of chill out, you know, on Sundays. I clean my office and shit over here, my office. So I mean, it's all good. I'm always down when it's fucking crazy topics like this and shit. Yeah, oh, we got a couple of crazy topics coming up, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. like we'll do the Alistair Crowley and we'll do the, the demon, the demon stuff. Like, because there's D E M O N D E A M O N. You know what? I I have I had this library, dude, and I don't fuck. I don't know what happened. What happened to? It, but there was like like ten gigs. Of just occult, every system you can think about, every fucking everything, from you know fucking crazy occult books and shit to like Christian book. It was crazy, man. This guy, it was a it was a torrent, of course. Gotta love the torrents. Oh, um, I love the torrents. Oh my god! But I don't. I can't find that library anymore. There's similar ones, but I think that maybe we could fucking pick a a, a subject out of that. Out of, the, out of the one of those books out of the hat and fucking just go with it. I got a book. Hang on. I got a book. Let me show you. Yeah. What is the issue? Let me, let me show you something. Okay. Cool. I saw this yesterday. Right. Right there. Right. Kylie saw this one. The Nazis and the Supernatural. Yeah. What well, nice, decent sized book. Fuck yeah, that looks that looks like it's gonna be have a lot of shit. Uh check this out. I put it on I just put this one on Insta. Mm. Hardcover. Hardcover, like how much does that shit cost you, man? I know how hard hardcovers are expensive as fuck. It's twenty bucks on the side. What? Yeah. But like, look at the inside. Is this, this is the one where it talks about what happens after you die and shit? Yeah, it's the going forth by day. The um, so it's got this like all the spells and all that sort of stuff that you need to go be with Osiris. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty dope, pretty dope. Slowly building my. I used to have fucking boxes of books, but my ex, next, you know. Fuck that shit. You know what? Um, uh, there, there's a you know what swap me is right? Yeah, and obviously all that shit. Won't be in England over here. Um, so there's Swami by the by a college over here, um, in Orange County, and there's this I don't know where the fuck they got it, but these people would just pile different books up, right? And there were so many fucking good books, dude, like occult shit, like two bucks a piece, a dollar a piece, fifty yeah. cents. That's where I got. That's where I got the um. The Saint Germain book, like I can't, I, I don't know what the fuck. I, I'm, I know I'm gonna find it somewhere. I know it's somewhere yeah. around here. But that one, and so I mean, I used to have a lot of books like that. I don't know what happened to them, but I mean, I, I don't know. Just some, 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 it's like a mystique, some sort of thing about occult books. You're like, I want to read this shit. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't read it, but I want to read it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But yeah, everyone, um, I will have show notes up on the website if you enjoy the show. See, I don't, I don't do what everyone else does. Like, you know, so I have to pay for you on all that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. fuck that. If you go onto my website, you'll see um, a little thing pops up with a cup of coffee. If you want to support the show, shout me a cup of coffee. That's it. That's all you got to do. It's a one-off. For real. You can support get... Support the homie Simon, please. You can get... Um, I am doing membership stuff. So all that's going to be is I'll get access to the video of this uncut early before I release the audio version 
But I'm also getting, I'm doing some pay-per-view specials. One is how to win every argument. Oh, I seen that shit on, your t- on the TikTok. That's just crazy. Is it, wait, was it on TikTok? No, I think, no, it was, um... What the fuck was it on? Um, Facebook, maybe? Before I got banned? Maybe. Facebook jail. Yeah, again. But you know what, though? I realize now the whole importance of TikTok as not a fucking platform where you could really do dumb shit, but a lot of people are using it as, like, informative. You know, yeah, because like, organic growth, organic growth on that is still very good. It's a good lemon to squeeze. I need to get onto it. And I've been more. trying, but I still have that whole thing about showing my face thing, you know, because just, just you know how it is over here and shit. Yeah. But um, I mean, I I follow this guy named uh, Noel or something, or at least a big fucking bodybuilder. I don't know if you saw it. I, I posted one of his shit on on my face on my Instagram, and I mean, this guy's informative, man. He, and he's he's I mean, obviously he's not natural. You know, he's a fucking beast. But he even said it, said it himself, you know, I'm not natural, uh, but I don't want to say that. I, I want to try to say that I can get to this physique on a natural level with just, you know, supplements and, and food. So I like that because this guy's really informative. I've seen a yeah. lot of good shit there. Yeah, no, TikTok, TikTok's got a lot of good stuff on there. I'm going to be doing an episode about Antarctica as well. Yeah. I'm going to get, I'll get you in on that, but I'm, I want to do it with um, my mate Terry, the special forces medic, because he's been to Antarctica twice. Oh shit! Yeah, he was a um. So there was a National Geographic thing came out of fucking Wales or something, and he was the because he's special forces medic and was trained with like divers and all that sort of stuff. He was the medic on the ship. So that's the second time he went. So yeah, it's the second time. First time he climbed the tallest peak in Antarctica. Well, jump on the GeneralRobotic.com. You can listen to the. You can listen to stuff there. I Castbox seems to take a while. For the episode yeah, comments lately, um, on on Spotify, and yeah, support the show. You know, like I said, there is membership, but so members, they'll get the stuff like they'll get this uncut video where we just talk all that sort of stuff. They'll get access to the pay per view specials, how to win every argument, like nine ninety nine or nine ninety five. Like, come on, like pony up, bitch. Like, you know what I mean. That's a hell of a statement. That's cool. So you want to win every argument? I'll teach you. I'll teach you. got tricks from lawyers, all sorts of shit in there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. Thank you so much. I'll right, chop this up and all that sort of stuff. And yeah, remember, everyone, go check out go check out Pedro's stuff and go support the, the show on, like, buymeacoffee.com slash Simon Corsair. Please support him. Yeah, yeah. So...